So, do you did you grow up with any woman influencers? Like, mm, definitely my grandma. Mm-hmm. My grandma was probably the first real feminist I had in my life. Um, she was just a real tough woman because she grew up on a farm. Like, she was born on the land that she basically died on. Wow. Um. So yeah, she just I think had so much wisdom to pass on, but she was very much an independent woman. Um, she was not behold like she loved my grandfather. They loved each other, but she was not submissive to him. Good. Um, even though she was <laughs> like a churchgoer too. Like um, I never saw her like struggling for power, but I never saw him using his power over her either. I felt like they had a really even relationship dynamic. That's awesome. So um, both sides of that back then I know, were like, probably fairly that's awesome. strange. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I, my grandpa was also very progressive, and even as a young adult, I remember him telling stories about like fighting for equality with his coworkers, like standing up for a black coworker that was getting, you know, picked on. And that's fucking awesome. Um, he worked on the Panhandle um, pipeline. Oh my so, gosh, manual labor so. guys. Yeah, uh, my grandma was phenomenal, and I was lucky enough to have her up until uh, a couple of years ago. So that is great. she lived into her nineties. She was wow. amazing. That's and she was a baker. She taught me how to make and amazing baked. food. <laughs> yes. And I, I got to tell you, I think that the best thing that she taught me was you just, you got to feed them and fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's <laughs> not wrong. Oh, no, she's, she's not she wrong. used to tell me the best sex tell jokes me that she and said have that innuendos. You. Oh, my God. Oh, she definitely said you got to feed them and fuck them. Oh, um, God. That was that when was, I was an adult. Nope. That, that is not the grandparents that I grew up with. She used to tell the joke that all of her kids came from the milkman because my oh grandpa my used gosh. to be a milkman. That's amazing. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yes. Oh, God. I love this yeah. woman. I mean, even in her. Oh, God. I was there one time when my aunt was over. My aunt remarried a gentleman that was significantly older than her. Like, he was only three years or four years younger than my grandparents. And then my uncle's making a joke about, well, I mean, can he even get it up? She's like, well, that's what Cialis is for. And my grandma just looked at her and was like, better be careful. He might keel over. He's a little up there in age. <laughs> and like, just, she was quick to make a, a sex joke or, you know, she'd listen to me. And when I was, you know, in my 20s talking about my, you know, relationship stuff with my, my then husband and, I don't, I don't know. I always, always felt less judgment from my grandma than I did my mom. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, my well, woman influence. I, I also love your grandma. Well, I like your grandma. Yeah. I love a good sex joke or an innuendo. Mm-hmm. Same. They're my favorite. I mean, I just kind of have that it kind of It's just like mind. I can't help it. Yeah. I can't help it. Yeah. Just it's fair. Cock, 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 cock. That's all <laughs> I care about. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Oh, yeah. Boobs. I teach a workshop called Cock Worship. It's coming up soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Writing it down. <laughs> so, to me, cock worship is a different attitude when you're sucking a dick. Like, this isn't about taking a penis. This is about worshiping that cock and giving it all the pleasure that you possibly can to where that dick wants nothing but you. That's it. You want that right? cock to worship you is what you want. I actually just got to interview a guy on my podcast who is a former lover. Um, he's been doing a lot of like online porn since we were together. So Whoa. I don't know. We just stayed friends. And uh, 
I was like, you're like one of the few people who can come on my show and actually like plug me <laughs> that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to sucking uh, a dick. He's like, uh, uh, yes, yes, you do. You, this, of any course you should be teaching, it is cock oh worship. My, it is cock worship. Suck a dick, girl. Suck that dick. That's right. Things I yell in my house and hope my kid and doesn't teaching do. other people how to like some some of my clients have shared that like they will give a blowjob, but they just don't really like it. Like it's just kind of the chore. It's the thing they do because their partner likes it. Mm-hmm. And helping them just shift that attitude where it's one of shared pleasure. And it's I think when it's that a different power stance, you're shifting that dynamic, makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it does. Hmm. She said, cock- yeah, it does. Like, I wrote it down. It says cock worship on this yep. card. <laughs> worship that cock. Worship. Uh, and cock. when you worship that cock, it will worship you back. See? That's all we really want. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. going to say. <sighs> God. So how did you, like, I mean, clearly growing up with that kind of grandma and openness and everything, like, did you always know this is what you wanted to do? How did you get into your field? Yeah. My degree is in psychology, and I thought I was going to become a marriage and family therapist and probably have sex therapy as a specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not get into the graduate program. I wanted to after Mizzou. And so I thought, oh, I'll just go later. And then grad school got really expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I started working at the Jenny Craig in Columbia, and that was a really unique opportunity to use my degree without having a master's. And when you're helping women lose weight, you talk a lot about body image and the lack of sex and what they're wanting. And then watching them like gain their confidence back it wasn't just about the weight loss, mm-hmm. but helping them like revitalize, you know, and change their lives and just get out of those old habits that were keeping them unhappy and keeping them stuck. That was what was more critical than yeah. a number on the scale. Mm-hmm. And having all these women like have Jenny Craig babies. We had so many people come in like on maintenance, go like, so I guess I'll be back in like a year or so. Cause I'm knocked up. They're like, sorry. Um, <laughs> but just like hearing their stories talk about like, you know, like my husband and I finally started having sex again. So it's like seeing the tie between what you can do to help someone change their life and what they're doing and it changing their relationship. I was like intrigued by that. And, uh, then I got out of the industry for a while, was in renewable industry, renewable energy, trying to shift the planet, you know, that way, but mm-hmm. realized also I needed to thing. be in, yes, right, needed to <laughs> be in this industry. Also, Trump got elected, so uh, yes. my job kind of got, <laughs> like, you know, there was out. no job anymore because he wants to wreck Let everything. Me tell you, okay. I was traveling the world, going to places like Haiti and India. I went to the Canary Islands, for God's sakes, for a water and energy conference. Wow. And earned the nickname La Maquina, which apparently means the machine. Oh. Because I know my shit when it comes to whatever it is I'm doing and selling. Um, But then they shelled my product line when Trump got elected because they knew it was going to happen with renewables. So (laughs) Then I decided to just stop being beholden to other people and start my own business. That was 2017. Good for you. And, uh... Yeah, just now you have a cock it wor- worship workshop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once I realized, you know, you cast the wide net at first when you start a business. And when mm-hmm. I was coaching at first, I was, I was helping people with some lifestyle, some weight loss stuff, and, and some relationship and sex stuff. And now I'm pretty much fo- solely focused on sex and relationships. A little bit of some of the other stuff is thrown in there at times when it's relevant for a client. But mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I love what I do. And it shows too. Thank you. You're the referral network I built up here in town has been phenomenal. And that's what really kept my business going during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only down for about like a month. And wow. then all of a sudden the phone started ringing because everyone's like. Because everyone's stuck in the house with each other. And they're like, we got to fuck, man. <laughs> I love my partner, but I can't stand him. Like, right. You know, hey, or, we're in love. But if I see him one more minute of this day, swear to God. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun during COVID having sort of different issues to help people with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but now my business has really taken off this year because of TikTok. <laughs> oh, wait, you have a, a TikTok? I do. I have um, oh. almost, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm getting up there. I have like 50,000 followers. Holy and, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I knew that. Yeah, like, I was going to say, I knew you that. told me that. Yeah, I did tell you I, that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm heading on to a million likes. I'm almost That's there. That's awesome. So, Holy um, shit, but yeah, dude. it's at Coach Kristen. I love TikTok. It has been a lot of fun, um, but it's got me a ton of clients from all over the country. That's the thing. Was I was having a hard time. Oh, yeah. I mean, how do you get out there and get people outside the region? Coach you know, my social media can only do so much, and it's still people who are sort of around you or in your sphere, even if they move out of town, it's not like, they're then sharing your Instagram page with their neighbor they just met in LA, you know? Yeah, I don't know. They might. Um, <laughs> whereas TikTok is much more like, hey, you know, share. Let me, you know. Right. Constantly. I have one video with 4.5 million views and like 30,000 shares. How the fuck? Holy shit. Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. Because I've That's also looked at other awesome. coaches and sexuality professionals on there. And some are killing it. And some it's like... You're huge on Twitter, and your TikTok's, like, got nothing. I don't know what it is with the algorithm. Huh. That yeah. I don't mind take off, but That's I'll take it. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, like, I didn't discover TikTok until, like, quarantine, and mm-hmm. now it's such a delight. Because yeah. there's TikTok. things that have, bl- like, genuinely changed my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, they really, it, you know, like, I feel like I've learned so much about social issues, so much about, mm-hmm. it, like, my ADHD brain that I didn't understand. That I didn't here. know. I didn't know that I bumped like, into things all the time because yeah, of ADHD. <laughs> or just, I've done it my whole life. My mom's like, what's wrong with you? No, but, and it's helping me parent my ADHD kid because he bumps mm-hmm. into everything. I'm like, wait, oh. you have mystery bruises? <laughs> yeah. I used to hip check things all the time. Yeah. My legs. Yeah, I, usually it's like I hit stuff on my, yeah, my knees and stuff or the sides of my legs. Like, mm-hmm. but I always have a, like a mystery doorways. Bruise. But mm-hmm. I love the, the empowerment of women and the, I mean, there's just so many cool things and yeah, I, it's, mm-hmm. But also, it's people really fucking are so funny. funny. <laughs> yes, like, people so, I know. I'm like, so oh, how are you so funny? Yes, and like you know, there's great things like I'm a hup, hup, happy dog. I love that one so much. There's I'll like just watch just videos so many of entertaining dogs. I don't things care. that make me happy. Have you <laughs> found the guy that does the Kip impersonations? No. Yes, like no. Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Oh my god, he's great. His Missy Elliott was great. It's like, is it worth it? Let me work it. (laughs) I know. I don't flip it and reverse it. Was dying. He and like, (laughs) because people write in, oh, do whoever next. And I was just like, I am dead. Yeah, it's it's, he's, it's just very much the character. I know. And he's like, does it? But he's like covered covered in tattoos. tattoos. (laughs) Yeah. 
just covered. Yeah, there are it it really it just it cracks me up because there are things like I said that have just 100% blown my mind and changed my world. And then there's other things that is there it at 100% entertainment and or eye candy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's not like, mm-hmm. it's that red just, light challenge that was uh, going on. Yes, oh ma'am. Oh my god, but do you know who my favorite was fucking Lizzo? Oh, did you see hers? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> did you see what she did this weekend for her birthday? Yes. Yes. In Vegas. That like was, I was like I was telling my boyfriend about that. I was like, baby, I wanna do that as a makeup I know, for my I'm Victoria. Like, Just have guys <sighs> shooting champagne at my ass. I'm like Here's what I want to do. I just want to get my my friends and we all be naked standing on like pedestals like we're fucking statues. Can um, we do that? Can we make that the norm? Get naked, I will, bitch. I, I, I do not agree to those terms because <sighs> I am just not ready for that. <laughs> but I will I will support you. Make it the norm. Make Get naked with your friends and take pictures. <laughs> You know, even as a sex coach, my first time getting naked in front of other people, besides like a locker room at the right. gym or whatever, like was at one of the dungeons here in town. What? Tell me all about it. <laughs> so it's it's called Nine. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I went to do a scene with a friend of mine, a BDSM scene. I, I was I'd gone a few times to watch and I was finally ready to, you know, he was the dom and I was a submissive and just ready to get my ass beat. Um, the hardest part wasn't the idea that I was going to stand there and take a whip or a flogger in front of other people while tied up to a St. Andrew's cross. It was that I was going to take my bra off in front of my friend that I'd known since high school. And he was going to like put nipple clamps on me. So like, was, and you're just like, all of this gives me so much anxiety. I can't even tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like I am. <laughs> no, it's not. But like, and it's not. I know. Okay, they're just yeah. boobs. They're just boobs. They're just boobs. Everyone's seen boobs. boobs. He goes, they're just boobs. And I go, and I just like dropped it and I just maintained, maintained eye contact. He goes, you cool? I go, mm-hmm. He goes, I'm going to put these on now. I would have been like, yeah, but the really good boobs though, right? Right? Look at them, right? <laughs> Tell me how right? beautiful right? they are. <laughs> no, I, oof. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm so, so happy for that sets for with a male people, photographer. And even that, I at first was like, okay. He's like, I'm fine with boobs. I was like, I'm just cold. I'm okay. not cold. I just have nipples. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I talk about this stuff all day long. That doesn't mean that I'm totally comfortable right. having everyone or whoever see my body. So. Right. So has there ever, and obviously like nothing specific, but has there ever been anything while in your job where it has just made you super uncomfortable to like talk about? Has it like made you confront anything in yourself or like, does that make sense? Does that question make sense? Hmm. Like, have, yes. yeah. Have you ever been like, yes. nope, nope, get out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I cannot know. talk about yeah. this. No, no. Yeah. Um, so I, there's one thing that I definitely have a hard time talking about clients, um, talking about with clients, and that's medical fetish. Because like blood and, and anything like that just skeeves me out. And like, I had one time where I, I had a visceral reaction. They kind of looked at me and I was like, I'm sorry, don't, I don't. I'm not trying to judge you. I'm if not you, judging you're into you, but that, that's fine. But like, it grosses me out. So I, I just kind of learned that that was the one thing that, for their sake, because I don't want them to feel judged, I just right. cannot right, right, talk right. about it. Right. Um, like, I can't make I my face a- work. <laughs> <laughs> right. This, this does not. Yeah. My body is telling me not to do yeah. this. Yeah. 
I did have a client one time who, after something that he shared with me, a fantasy of something he was wanting to try, which is not all that abnormal, Mm -hmm. um, but I was the first person he'd ever shared that with, and I was totally fine with it, and I gave him the space and the permission to, like, be okay with it, and then at the end of the session, he was like, so you don't, by chance, happen to, like, do anything with your clients outside of sessions, do you? Like, this thing? I was like, so I know you mentioned that you're, this is not something that your wife is going to be interested in, and you've definitely got some decisions to make about how you're either going to navigate that with her or open your relationship or whatever you're going to do. Um, and I honestly, I understand that since I was the first person you were ever able to talk about this with, that probably gave you a little bit of like, a little bit of a turn on. And I totally understand that, but like, it's, it's just the infatuation of the situation and the fact that I didn't judge you and you're going to get out there and find somebody else too that doesn't judge you for this. And that's going to be a turn on for you right? as it should be, but it's not going to be me. And he's but like, I, I'm so I'm fucking embarrassed. And I was Aww. like, oh, you're like, don't no. be embarrassed. Like I, you know, okay. So you asked the question and I said, no, but you know, take the no and, and understand too, that I kind of understand why you asked. Right. But right. Yeah, that's that's actually I think the most uncomfortable that the the medical fetish was like the physical uncomfortable, but like in the moment of not knowing like am I gonna answer this appropriate appropriately for him to where he understands like you can't cross this boundary again and ask right. this question again. Right. But like also job I don't want me. him to walk away and feel shame. Shame. For no, it. you don't want right. to shame them, yeah. Do you ever mm-hmm. like have people fetishizing your job? Like just like you know, when you yeah. tell them what you do, like, do they kind of get weird? Oh, yeah. 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 I figured. The, the weirdest thing <laughs> yeah. that people ask, and it's usually at networking events, is like, oh, well, you're a sex coach. So does does that mean that you're really good in bed? You're like, well, people first of all, I am. Second of all, <laughs> that's not why. How did you know? No, I'm kidding. No, that's not cool. Yeah. Actually, no. what you said there is almost exactly how I usually respond really? is, well, yes, I am, but it's not what this is about. My job is to help you be good in bed. But like the first good. time I told my marketing, okay, I actually got a message on like Facebook Messenger and someone asked me that. My marketing guy saw it and he was, you know, doing the thing like, how would you like me to help you respond to this? Because that's not appropriate. And I was like, well, eh, probably the same way I do in person, which is this way, but then flip it around and how can I help you? He goes, <laughs> You get asked that time out. You get asked that in person. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got asked that at the KC Chamber Small Business Celebration. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Station. Are you in front of a group me? of like 10 people? And it was a woman that asked me that too. Can I just say, like, the. Um, the I don't know how. Right. Okay, I'm going to just say <laughs> right? this. I, I, I don't know how I'm still shocked, but the things that people are willing to, to ask. Right. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it continues to blow my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, there, how is there not something in there that makes them? And and it would be like, listen, it would be one thing. It would still be inappropriate, but it would be one thing if it was just you and that woman. But the idea that she did that in front of in front of a group it's almost of like people. that person wanted to embarrass or like. Mm-hmm. It like what am I make to you say? less than in some way, right? Which mm-hmm. means that like sh- like that. No, I don't like, like is, it. Is I don't she like mad it. because you get right. to talk about sex all day right. and she doesn't? It's almost or... like she was like shaming you in a way, and I don't like that. That's ridiculous. 
But I mean, like, right. I, but at the same time, like, that is what this country, like, again, it's what this country breeds people to be. Man, that's is super, very. It's like super passive aggressive. It really is. It was very <laughs> passive aggressive because, I mean, part of me thought about going, well, I mean, are you going to walk up to anyone else that hands you their card and be like, Oh, you, you work for a software engineer. Does that mean you're really good with computers? No fucking shit, dude. Right. right. But of also, course. or what if she asked every single it's person demeaning. if they were good in bed? Right. <laughs> What's, I would almost want to be like, question. are you? How are you? Like, turn that yeah. around. Like, right. it's uh, not. Of course I am, stupid. <laughs> But I think that her still, response when I was like, but my job is to help you be good in bed. I think her response is, oh, yeah, I'm doing just fine in that. I want to now confident like, I don't that was one of my first you. networking events. Now confident me would be like, but are you? But are you? But are you like, right where's now? your partner? Let's go ask him. Let's go ask him. Or them. Let's go ask someone else, shall we? How often do you recharge your vibrator? <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good answer. To, uh, it indicates to me how much you're uh, enjoying yourself. Yeah, that's oh god. There was one time when I was moving. You ladies will appreciate this. You know, most toys these days are rechargeable, which is fantastic. Yes. It's good for the environment. It's but delightful. Once upon a time, I was the kind of girl who went through batteries so fast that I was having to go get the ones out of the TV remote to finish up <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> to finish up. I've even done from the smoke detector. I hate to admit. Uh, you do what don't you got to do sometimes. Don't listen, fire safety people. <laughs> Whatever. But. uh one time my mom was helping me move, and this time I was particularly behind, and she was putting some stuff in boxes for me. And she's like, why do you have this gigantic bag of batteries? I'm like, because I go through a lot of batteries. She's like, but why? And I was like, don't ask questions. You don't want the answers. Yeah. Like, Mind your business. No, well, at least you're recycling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. I still have that bag of batteries. I need to take it to Ikea. Yeah, it needs to be recycled. Do they recycle at Ikea? It's I think they recycle away. batteries at Ikea. They recycle all sorts of shit at oh, Ikea. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Like, the paint, the place where you can recycle paint is where I take our batteries, so. Mm, like the although, um, although household. Although done the yeah. recy- or the rechargeable batteries at this point, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to do those, those too. too. Um, or just get a plug-in. So, <laughs> I... If there was one, this is a weird specific question, but I think people that would listen like might appreciate this. Is there like like one big mistake that couples make when it comes to their sexual relationship that it, that you could like point out and be like or like you see over and over yeah again. that you see over and over mm-hmm. and over that you're like this could really help almost everybody. This helps every person. Yeah, I think that way too many couples get stuck in the rut of how they started is how they've like got to be. So, for instance, if they got a no on something early on, like anal, they assume my wife will not do anal because she turned me down 10 years ago for it. Sorry, sweetie, we got married in your 20s. Everyone was saying no to anal. When you're in your 30s and you're like, yeah, bring it on, it's a whole different story. <laughs> Just <laughs> for try a lot again. of people. Just ask again. Right. It, they, they're afraid to reapproach things, especially when it comes to sex. They think when they got no one time, it's no forever. I mean, same thing goes for like putting a finger in his butt. So many guys figure out when they're masturbating in their 30s, they're like, let's just try that prostate play because I've been hearing good things about it. And they try it I on heard, the toilet themselves. I heard good things. Right? <laughs> but then they're afraid to go to their wife because, you know, 
she said she wouldn't either put the finger in his butt or he said no and he's afraid to go back now and try to make a change up. But the thing is, you get to write the rules and you get to rewrite the rules at any time. Rewrite. As I long like as that. there's a conversation between you two. Right. So like that communication. You don't just like pop yeah. up and whoop. <laughs> gotcha. Right. Maybe ring the doorbell. Yeah. Ringing the doorbell just... is polite. It's asking hello? permission. Just hello. <laughs> God, I love you. <laughs> See, I have nails, so I can't just, you know, right. start penetrating. I just right. got to like. Say hi. No, I'm like, hey, I don't you know. want to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, like, the same with toys. A lot of couples don't start off with toys in their 20s, or toys are strictly for solo play time, and then they're afraid to start integrating them into the bedroom. So I think that as you have been together for a while, you have to recognize that there will be some renegotiation when it comes to some of the sexual things that you do together and apart, simply because some things are experiential. And some things are also so shame-laden that when we say no when we're younger or early on in our relationship, it's often more because we're worried about the judgment than we are about actually whether or not we'll enjoy that yeah, sex act. Yeah, the judgment over the act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. One of my favorite things for clients to do lately is this will, want, won't list. And it's two sections. Either you're giving something or you're receiving something. Okay. Uh, but it's long. It's like 28 pages. Holy but shit. it's you say, I totally, 100%, I'm emphatically saying, yes, I consent to this. I want this. I want to do this. Middle ground that I you know, I want is more of uh, maybe if it was in this kind of situation or if I was in the right mood or you know, the stars align, whatever. Or, mm-hmm. um, or in this particular <laughs> fantasy, it has to play out this way. It's a yes or a no. And then the want is, or won't is like, fuck no, hard no, won't do it. Ever. All the way no, stop mm-hmm. asking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 28 was pages. Like, That's. Yeah. Oh. But it's, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff. So like, think about like, like oh. it's going to be like kissing neck, nibbling neck, oh, or, you yeah. know, it's going to go through multiple iterations of some things. Yes. And then both sides, both the receiving of things and then the giving of that exact same oh, okay. thing. Like, I, plenty of things maybe you want to have done to you, but you don't want to do the other person. Maybe you want right. to have your asshole licked, but you don't want to lick his. Right. I'm, I, I know there's like controversy too, about like the Fifty Shades stuff, but I'm literally picturing when they're at that table and like they're going through that right. whole the list checklist. of like everything that they mm-hmm. like she's willing to do and not willing to do. Like kind of hard no kind of thing. Can I just say – um my face has turned red like about a million times during this conversation because that's just me. But one of the reasons why we started this podcast was and why we named it Talk Like a Lady was because we're told how to talk and how not to talk and like mm-hmm. all that right. stuff. So it makes me happy that three women just had this kind of conversation right that it makes me so happy because the idea that we can talk about masturbating anytime you want jessica i know but it's like it makes me happy it makes me well <laughs> yeah you know. me but too. like it makes me happy that that we're doing this and like showing that women are sexual beings and yeah. like mm-hmm. you know we it, it just makes me happy so i'm glad you're here and that i'm glad you mm-hmm. came and talked to us and not that it needs to be over i'm not saying that but it just makes me happy Oh, I'm, I'm so, so happy. Here. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Yay. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and guess that 
You're an extra extrovert. Yes, very much so. I think it was forced on me as an only child. And, like, and my grandpa was always very charming, gregarious. And I was around my grandpa a lot as a child. So mm-hmm. um, he never knew a stranger. So I think I, I inherited that from was, him. I mean, there's lots of things that I wish I was, but like charming. I wish I was just one of those. Like, I wish I was that person that could like flirt and just mm-hmm. like effortlessly oh god when i was bartending i turned it on hard oh, I can't. I, yeah i'm just yeah i'm just oh like i'm like awkward and slightly less awkward <laughs> those are my modes <laughs> those are my modes awkward and maybe a little bit yes. not awkward yes i just yeah uh, I, just I don't, don't know i feel like I've been locked inside, so I I don't know how my flirting game is. Oh no, I I, 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 I can honestly say probably. I do not have a flirting game. Yeah. Oh, I do. It's my most favorite thing to do. <sighs> I'm envious. I'm other. envious. I'm, like I'll flirt with you whenever you want. No, you do it. I, I mean, I can I like, I jokingly it. flirt, but like if I was in a real situation, oh no, 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 nope. Mm. You nope. can flirt just fine. I used to love to practice flirting when I was bartending, like doing right. the whole, like remembering that guy's drink and then like giving him the eyes. I'm like turning, like, oh, I loved practicing right. that shit just to see what kind of effect I could have on some people. Like I didn't have any intention on taking, I only right. literally out of bartending for like six years, only took one DJ home and I one like guest home. DJ. <laughs> one DJ. Specific. Oh man, he was hot. Good for you. You take that, DJ. It's really, I don't mean to be stereotypical stereotypical here, but remember when we were kids in the 80s and 90s, there were a lot of jokes about Polacks having big, Polish men having big dicks? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. I know it because I saw it. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was my first uncircumcised penis, and it was Ooh. amazing. I tried to call a friend and be like, so, um, you've lived the harem life for a little while, and I just have a question. For you, hello. You Does uncircumcised hand? dicks feel shows different? Yes, yes, indeed. It, it, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, I am actually working on a sex education product to do a couple of things. It will help destigmatize uncircumcised penises, while also hopefully helping people recognize that circumcision is not a must, and it is a practice that we should consider eliminating. Okay. I've heard this before. I have There is no medical reason for circumcision. It is simply a social and religious practice that has become commonplace, and it also has become a multi-billion dollar industry. I don't have a boy child, so I don't know what goes into that. So Mm. So (sighs) my thought is... Multi-billion dollar... Snip, snip, snip. Yeah. So my my take is, if we are not okay with female genital mutilation, like many of us saw in The Handmaid's Tale, good God, we should not be okay with male genital mutilation. I have a question because we're removing thousands of nerve endings from their penis. So here is my like because I've heard that too, and uh, and you're right, but. Female, do they like, you know, like it's often harder for females to reach orgasm anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't it worse? Female genital mutilation is worse because if you're removing this entire clitoral structure, yes. you're taking away every bit of pleasure. We mainly think of the glands, like right. this is the tip that you see out. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, after removing this entire structure, there's very little way that most women will feel pleasure. Whereas with a penis, if you circumcise it, they still have pleasure. I mean, there's plenty of penises out there who uh, have such diminished pleasure. They do have a hard time with um, erection and ejaculation. Um, And then the psychological issues that can go along with that, especially if it's a botched circumcision or things like that. But yeah, there's just... There's you're right, no though. Yeah, I didn't it. know that. And I the did not. Doesn't make, like, yeah, like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But I'm also trying to find that middle ground between educating people yeah. to help them feel like as you move forward, make different decisions without trying to guilt people for yeah. choices that they've made or yeah. things like that. Which is the so way to go to because like, you're not going to, if it's just about guilt and shame, then that's not really moving forward in a positive way anyway. Right. But right. Th- that's right. just something like my husband and I have recently <laughs> talked about, strangely enough, like circumcision and female, like the whole thing. And I, and I tend to like, I have this like visceral reaction to mm-hmm. the female side of it. I know. I'm just like. Because yeah. I just it, I do like I think of it I'm like but men can still get off but you're right like that's not always the case and it's mm-hmm. and it doesn't yeah you're right it is that it is a social thing and it is something mm-hmm. that I'm working on it I'm trying that's all I'll ask yeah you're right though like I, I would be interested to like that uh, I will. Um, I will keep following you in every way. So, because I, I would be interested in learning more. Yeah, it's about an invention that. I'm working on. Yeah. So, yeah, no. I, I will keep you all posted. Please okay. do. Please do. Do what? Do we want to do the ever so fun and kind of a a a, a downer of? Do you have a me too story? <laughs> That's always I, like. Yeah, I had one for real, but um, I actually tried to use this, um, telling my dad about this. I tried to tell him to get him to stop supporting Trump. Didn't work. I even tried to tell my mom about this, and she still fucking voted for Trump. But uh, when I was working in a car dealership after college, um, there was a manager that he was very attractive. And I was somewhat overweight after college and then started losing weight. And I had accepted some flirtation from him because, you know, there's a difference between, like, you look very nice today versus, like, you look nice today. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had accepted some of that flirtation because it just fucking felt good. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're young and you don't feel very good about yourself, when you have a handsome older man saying things like that to you, like, and he was in a position of power, too. So even if I didn't like getting those comments, what was I supposed to do? Right. Um, but there was a day that he, as I was, I got a phone call while I was in his office, and he said I could use his phone, which was on the credenza behind his desk. And when I went back, there I was wearing a skirt, and all of a sudden oh, no, I felt no. his hand up it. No. And when I turned what? around and swatted it, like, out from underneath my dress, and I'm still on the phone, all he mouthed was, oh, you're not wearing panties. Because oh. I was wearing a thong, and he didn't feel it when he grabbed my ass cheek. No. And I just, like, hurriedly got off the phone and set it down and, like, left. Right. And 
like I, I didn't know what I was going to do as far as like talking. I don't even know if I talked to my boyfriend about it, but I was so mad at myself too. Cause I was also a karate instructor at the time on the side. And I didn't, I didn't want to hurt the dude, but I also didn't do anything other than like a quick, like, you know, yeah. moved his hand. Yeah. But I should have just like, and like punched him in the face. Right. Just like a little, a, a little punch in the face. Right. Especially because he was sitting down too, so I could have very easily just like pumbled the fuck out of him. And but then, then also like, that sorry, thing of, like that was, restraint, yeah, that restraint of like I'm in the position where I could really like hurt him. I also know how to use my hands as a lethal weapon, and that's not what this is intended for. So I was very conflicted in like a, like five seconds, right? But I left, and I did not report him to the managers. Um, but the next time that I was in a room alone with him and he, I was reading a piece of paper and he started to get up close and I could nope. tell he was coming in for a kiss and I turned my face just in time and he like barely got my face, but that was when I grabbed his face and I slammed him against a wall, yes. like stiff armed him. And I said, you're never going to fucking do that to me again or anyone else here or we're going to have a problem. Yes. And then I. I didn't realize he was up on his tiptoes. He was kind of short. He was only like five six, and I'm five five. I didn't realize he was up on his tiptoes when I did that to him, and then I let him down. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. I never guy. did that again. Good. What? What? Like I just, I just don't. don't. <sighs> what makes people believe that they can do one that, that is wanted? Mm-hmm. Like that would be like. Plus I mean, do they ever 30s. get a woman that's like, yeah. Like, plus he's oh, in his yeah. 30s, no. married, Ew. had children. Ew. And then also proceeded to tell me a couple of times how it would be totally okay if he had an affair because he had a vasectomy. So he didn't have to worry about getting anybody. Um, oh, so that it's does only not a, that an okay. official affair if you get somebody mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm-hmm. That, that he tracks. sounds super cool and not at all like a that's who i want to be in a relationship well he's not in the car industry anymore now he's an he's an insurance salesman imagine that that sounds slimy and perfect i don't like Mm -hmm. i don't like that that man i just like that i just don't get it i don't i don't understand what trying to tell i mean it's privilege it's privilege like a, a man that thinks that 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 is is okay like because often men get away with it and the, so yeah. it's just, just like just because you flirt with someone doesn't mean you get to fuck them or touch them mm-hmm. or look at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in my young brain, thinking like, well, I didn't right. draw a boundary yeah. sooner, and this is my fault. No, nope. I One. didn't know what I know now. Oh, I would have but totally that. been that person. I would have totally been like, what did what like, did I, I do? What message did I send? And I also would have been the person that would have been like appreciating the like telling me I look good like mm-hmm. at one like that is so many young women oh yeah you know I mean mm-hmm. it just is yeah especially if I wasn't getting that attention at home which I wasn't because yeah. I had a boyfriend but I'd gotten overweight and he wasn't really into that and which is also that was a whole thing bad I ended him. up marrying that guy and like <laughs> we had several like oh I was dumb I'm glad you're not married to that. Oh, yeah, right. But you know what, though? To be fair to, like, this is weird to say because it pisses me off. But, I mean, I also think that men are socialized to, like, often socialized to, like, certain things and feel shamed to be into certain 
body types mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's very real. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I, my, I, my boyfriend has talked about that. Yeah. I mean, I just think, I hope we are, I think, and I hope we are moving past that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. There is a lot of stigma. He said amongst men that you're supposed to date a certain kind of body Absolutely. shape and body type. And that he said it took him a long time that, you know, he was with a bigger girl when he was younger and he was saying now as, you know, mid thirties adult, how ashamed he was that he didn't give her a chance because he was so worried about the judgment that he would get from his friends. And he realized how wrong it was obviously in retrospect. And, yeah. But we talked about that. Just the, there's, uh, there is, we have, you know, our things that we get told our bodies need to look like, but mm-hmm. men get messages about their bodies. And I mean, it happens for both of us, right? We get yeah. messages about what male bodies are supposed to look like. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, so there's so much that as a whole, as a society, we have got to get past this we have so much work to do. What <laughs> bodies need to be like. Yeah. So yeah. many things need to work. We have so much work to do. <laughs> First, I'm going to take a nap, though. Uh, shit. Especially after the wine. <laughs> right. Especially after the womanizer. So I was about to say. Um, <laughs> so are you good at um, getting compliments? Yes. Yes? I, yes. Good. Um, I can see that about you. We want you to give yourself a compliment right now. I am a fantastic partner. To my partner, I show up in ways that surprise him uh, and even surprise me sometimes because I just, I love him so goddamn much. Like, I've just learned to be really, really present and enjoy life. Good job. I thought you were going to be like, I'm really good in bed. (laughs) I am really good in bed. We've established that, Carly. (laughs) Right? But how good, though? (laughs) Kind of fucking question. That's good, though. I'm also a very good bowler. Oh, I am not. (laughs) I can't remember the last time I bowled. I love bowling. (sighs) Nice. That's something I kind of wish I could do, but I I suck at it. Okay. A lot of things with hand-eye coordination, I'm really good at. Like tennis and darts and pool and bowling. Like, Oh, no. It involves, like... pretty sure I'm bad at every single one of those things you just said. (laughs) The hand-eye coordination stuff's my jam. Ping pong... I destroy people at ping pong. I do really like throwing pointy things. So darts <laughs> is fun for me. I I feel like I'm just okay at all of those things. I'm not horrid. But I mean, I can be on certain days, but I'm not I'm I will never say I'm great at any of those things. So Well, I want to actually turn this question around on both of you oh, and or this thing around on both of you and make both of you give yourselves compliments. God damn you. We don't <laughs> accept that question. <laughs> <laughs> we do not accept these terms. Rejected. <laughs> uh, uh, I have an ability. I I think I'm good at seeing things from a lot of perspectives and a lot of people's mm-hmm. sides, you which are. I think is a crutch. Like it's, it kind of sucks at times. Um, oh yeah, but it's. I think it's also strength. Mm-hmm. That would make you a good coach. Now, if I could just not make my face turn red all the time. <laughs> 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 uh, 
a good friend. Yeah. That's a she good is. one. <laughs> I like to listen to other people talk about stuff that's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about it. <laughs> that's good. Together. I like to think I'm a good friend, too. Yeah. I know. My friends are probably all like, she's a fucking bitch. That's not true. But I that's can, the whole I thing about like, showing you. up, right? <laughs> you got to show up. I'm here. Yeah. That is half of that. It really is a big thing in relationships mm-hmm. is just being there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here. Tell me what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my best friend just had a hysterectomy Oof. two days ago in St. Louis, and I can't be there for uh, her. So I yeah. just like sent schnook, uh, fruit from Schnucks so that she could make sure she had uh, some fiber so she could finally poop post-op. Yeah. Ooh, that I'm that kind of friend. I mean, if that's not a good that. friend, I don't that know what it is. <laughs> you need Here. that friend that makes you poop post-op. <laughs> Here's some frosted shredded weeds. How yes. about it? Yes. Make sure she had all the apples. I tried to get her pineapple, but they were out. So, Well, that's pineapple. rude. That is rude. Right? Pineapple's so good. Okay, I was trying do? to get her the cord pineapple. I wasn't going to make my poor friend work right. for the fucking like, pineapple with three kids pineapple in the house. for 85 yeah. years. I know. I wanted to get her edible arrangements, but that's just expensive. It's okay. expensive in this, like, mostly sticks, I think. Yeah. I didn't. I don't feel like I have eighty five dollars worth of pineapple no. and flowers and like five little cutouts, like no five thanks. strawberries. Like no, no, mm-hmm. thank you. So they're not our sponsor tonight. Yeah, <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> Just kidding, sponsors. <laughs> do we want to do quick wheel questions? Yes, let's do the wheel. All right. Um, do you believe in aliens? Yes. Yes. Okay. I like it. That was like a solid. I've seen too much weird shit. I've been to 26 countries and, I'm sorry, 24 countries and 44 states. Damn. I've seen too much weird shit in the sky to not think that there's aliens out there. Was that one I sent to you? Sorry. Yeah, you bitch. I'll give you another one. (laughs) No, I'll just do this one. Okay, ready? Uh, What's the last thing you searched on your phone? (laughs) Mm, I'll look. Yes. We need to know. Oh, I did close the window, but I was looking to see how many um, tickets I sold to my cock worship event. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's... I mean, that's a good thing to search. Yeah. I think the last thing I searched before that... uh. Oh, I was looking up. Oh, yeah. I was looking up some toys earlier today. I did a couple Google searches today for clients. Oh, I looked up some lube as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. See, this these are the kind of things we want people to say when we ask exactly. them what the fuck they looked at. Yes. And it, we usually get answers like, I looked at uh, my the edible arrangements closest company. to my friend's house. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did search that today. And then I searched, searched for the schnooks closest to her. <laughs> oh, God. That's fantastic, though. Yeah, it is. Um, do you have a book, show, or podcast recommendation? You've given, actually, I take it back. You've given us a million books tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we need to do your podcast so do you have a a recommendation for a a show or movie that that you've loved lately oh brooklyn 99 you don't watch that it's it's he love that show uh, he he makes me laugh 
easier than almost any human. I know. He's so ridiculous. And I'm He's there. Very for good, it. like physical yes, right. yes. reactions and timing. And, and Rosa um, is great. Yes. But Andre Brower, like Captain is <laughs> Captain Holt, yes. fantastic. Terry um, Cruz, yes. I Terry wasn't Cruz. a huge fan of, Same. except for Idiocracy, but I really like him now. I like oh. Terry Crews, and he makes me laugh every time he's on there. And it's, it's just Boyle. like, oh my God, oh God, Boyle. The first time, okay, when it went, the, the thing that made me know I really loved this show was when. Jake and him are in the briefing room, and he's talking about his ex-wife holding his semen hostage. And he's like, because, you know, your ex-wife's got your mm, – and he, like, Jake hesitates. He goes, boil oil? And he's like, yes. Yes. And I, like, died laughing, and my boyfriend's like, wait, what did he say? Because he's watched this show before, and he brought me into it. And I was like, he just said boil oil. He's like, no, he didn't. I missed that the first time. I'm like, it sure shit. That, I think, is one of the funniest lines, calling – his spunk, his boil oil. His boil oil. Also spunk. That is just <laughs> like. He's got funky spunk. Oh, God. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is my reco. Yeah. Thank you. We started watching it, and I'm making Anna watch it every time I do, too. And she's like, I don't. This isn't very funny. I like, so, And I'm cracking up like, ah! <laughs> that idiot. was actually um, something. So. I, I I just keep going through these cycles of funks where I can't get a show that I love. And I am like a TV whore. I love mm-hmm. television. I love movies. I, I But I go through these funks where I just, even shows that I love, I just don't look forward to watching them. And Pretty Nine Nine like? was one of those shows. So I need to go back and finish Watch. it. Because I love them, and I love I love the show. I don't know why. I, Someone I don't know. told I'm me, what's the, like... The assistant's name, the secretary, Gina. Oh, yes, Gina. Someone was like, "You're Gina," and I was like, <gasps> "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, you're Gina," and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I am." I feel like, like you. Once I watched it, I was like, you know what? I feel like you I'm not not Gina. Yeah, I feel like you smile more and like uh, like can admit to being happier more than she. Yeah, does. I'm just like, eh, you're. I mean, it's not wrong, right? Yeah. But it, Gina uh, knows best. Gina yeah. knows best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, last question. Mm-hmm. Clean clothes, dirty body, or dirty clothes on a clean body? Clean <laughs> clothes, dirty body. Thank you. I think that's that's my answer too. I think so too. I don't want to put. Mm-hmm. Dirty I mean, I think on. it's. I think it's. I uh, my. I always question like, okay, how many days of a dirty body? I know. Because there's like, like how there dirty is a are limit. We? There is a yeah. limit. Well, I'll say I shower regularly, but don't wash my hair every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, trying to do the no poo thing, whatever. Um, so I have tip, especially in the summer if I'm working out and stuff, it's a quick shower at least every day almost. Um, yeah. If not every other day. But uh, even then, I like just like, you know, if I don't take a shower, just like. You a know, horse a washcloth under my yeah, a horseback. <laughs> you do it in oh the my sink. God. <laughs> uh, someone that I absolutely despise calls it a whore bath, so I haven't found anything better to call it. Uh, and hobo bath doesn't sound much better. Um, those are the only just, two things I've heard to describe that where you yep. washcloth and you know sink, and then like get your crotch too while you're at it. Also, no soap on your crotch, ladies. Don't be using oh no any no. products on there. You don't need soap. It's all self cleaning. Just like water and some you know she takes care of herself it's fine yeah that's right that's right 
Um, <laughs> Dude, I, so we've talked I don't know, about like TikTok. Clean underwear feels so good no matter what. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, that's what I, my question about it is, too, is, like, how dirty. Like, did I accidentally fall into the Missouri River? Because I'm not going to put clean clothes on that body. I'm going to, like, burn it uh-huh. off. <laughs> yeah, because the Missouri River is gross. Yeah. We Ooh, drink that. Icky, icky. No, let's not talk about that yet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'm with you. I would not. Right. Yeah, there's certain things that I would not want to do and then put clean clothes on. No. But I also have gone to, like, music festivals and stuff where you're just, you're not showering for three days. Right. Well, and you change your clothes, like, twice a day because you get all sweaty. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> I'm like, because but that's purposeful. different because you are everybody smells. That's festival life. That is festival life. You are living <laughs> yeah. your best music life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're probably high on the all sorts of stuff and drunk most of the day and night. And you know? Not drunk. I don't tend to do the alcohol because of the, the summer heat. I can't I handle it. Oh. I'll just fall asleep in the miss half a set. This, I, I don't want that. Oh, hydrate, hydrate, drugs, drugs. Hydrate, <laughs> hydrate, drugs, drugs. That's my path. I don't I like you. drinking in heat. It's just Mm-mm. not. Uh, I do just because I don't want to be around that many Yeah, you people. don't like. Yours is like an anxiety thing. Mine, mm-hmm. I just yeah. have no Instead desire. of taking my anxiety meds, I'm just like, well, let's have some beers. But I haven't had to do that for a while because I haven't been to a concert because the plague. Because of the, the mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the panorama. Did you guys, do, have you guys noticed that when this all first, this is a random thought that we can edit out, but have you guys noticed like in the beginning of this, like every, everybody was like, Corona, Corona. And then somewhere along the way, I, I and everybody I know totally switched it to the COVID. Like to did, the COVID. Like had uh, COVID or Corona times. Corona times. Uh, Quarantine times. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I just like in the beginning, everybody was saying Corona, Corona. But I don't know. Some COVID, I don't really, COVID, I don't COVID. often say Corona anymore. I, say, I, I just say COVID. Kind of makes me thirsty mm-hmm. every time I say Corona. <laughs> Yeah, not that thirsty. Yeah, I pretty much just say, yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, because yeah. of COVID. Or but in the beginning, the it was like, in the very beginning, it was all like, yeah, corona, but then, corona. Wait, how did pandemic get turned into the panorama? Uh, <laughs> I think that's like a, a TikTok, TikTok thing. <laughs> like that. Like so many creators just like. Well, the like panorama. Say, yeah, yeah. Jesus. It's, I mean, you know, we have or like pandemonium. That's what yeah. it's like. The pandemonium. Yeah. There's so many um, things. Um, so we were talking about feminine hygiene, though, and like speaking of TikTok, uh, we mm-hmm. were this the the TikTok today that I saw was like explain the the dumbest thing that a man has tried to mansplain to you. And oh this, Jesus! Christ. And this woman was saying, I was in the shower with a man, and I was saying that I don't, you know, like a lot of women, especially nowadays, understand we don't put soap in. Yeah, side of our vagina, and this man was like, "No, that's what you have to do." And she's like, "No," she said that he put the soap like he basically like. I was like, "Oh fuck!" You oh, were. I would have punched him in the oh, dick. No, no, no. You would have. And then she got a yeast infection. Turns out, oh, yeah. how many women had this man been with, and that let him get away with this? That then. But can you imagine, can you imagine like a man who does not actually have a vagina? Thinking he knows more about yes. vaginal health than we yes. do. No, I would. It makes me super I would have asked angry. him like, do you like putting soap in your mouth? Right. 
Here. Can I can I stick some soap in your pee Beyond hole? Beyond the taste. Be Does like, it do something to open open up your pee hole? It's coming yep. in. Can I stick that mm-hmm. in there, please? Let's see I mean, how that works. Cute out tip. For you. Let's let's get yep. some soap on it. Let's open, do this. open up, buddy. Let's, let's gotcha. But no. I mean, you know, I also I also <laughs> That makes I, me angry. What a, it does. What a it does. dumb fuck. Yeah, but it what just really like fuck. fuck that guy. Yeah. Doesn't it no, like I think, yeah. What have I been most man's Okay, I, I mean I did have a guy one time that finally let him not use a condom and come inside of me cuz we you know, he'd been in my harem for long enough. I was like, "Okay, you've earned a badge. It's fine." Um <laughs> We've got a cat and dog fight over here. God yeah. damn. And like, yeah, you know, I'm just laying there for a minute or two. He's like, Don't you need to like get up? I'm like, oh well, yeah, I will in a minute. He's like, Yeah, but don't you like need to like pee it out? I'm like, uh no, because you didn't. And I, I'm put- like thinking, okay, maybe he's just using that as a term. I was like, Right, right, right. Already coaching though at this point. I'm right. using this as a checkpoint. I'm like, so tell me more about what you think about how vaginas work and how exactly I would pee out your semen. And he's like, well, you know, doesn't it just kind of, like, flush down from the top? Like, the pee will just, like, you know, push everything out and out and down. I'm like, so the urethra is right at the opening. It's not, like, at the top of our uterus or our vagina or something. And then it just, when we pee, it just all, like, trickles down. Just like a waterfall? Through our vaginas and then out the hole. It's not. You're like, you know you didn't fuck my pee hole, right? I think it's shocking how many people don't know that. It's, yeah. That they didn't fuck a pee hole? No, like, I really is- think that's like a thing that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. But, you know. That's like basic fucking anatomy. Correct, but we live in a country that doesn't teach basic pee, fucking. Pee, poo, poo. <laughs> Come on. You know, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's Ugh, God, like I, I, it's it blows my mind, but at the same time, like, like we don't surprised. have like actual mm-hmm. sexual education. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. It's also it blows my mind, but it also doesn't. So, and what's like what we consider to be sex education right now, if it is available in the public school system, it is about reproduction and basic anatomy. It is not about sex. Intercourse, yep. relationships, consent, pleasure. All that stuff. Can we just pleasure? Like, yeah. There's nothing pleasure. about pleasure. It should I be all in there. Them to mm-hmm. know that they're not putting their penis inside of my urethra. But also, I don't know about like, you. How guys. would you even get it in that hole? But my my sex education was very shame filled. It was like. Mm-hmm. If you have sex, you're getting syphilis. So it was you're like, getting mm-hmm. pregnant. So it was like Mean Girls. I've not mm-hmm. seen that. Yeah, so we need to review. Yeah. If you have sex, <gasps> you will die. Everybody, every girl I know. If you have sex, it held you up will well. get chlamydia and die. <laughs> that's what happens. In yeah, I, I'm. I, that's really. I don't know. I. I mean, I honestly, I don't know what years was, but the, it really wasn't like a, like, hey. This People is, have sex. this it is just good. like, Yay. cause it doesn't need to be, you don't even, there doesn't need to be a side to it. It's just like, mm-hmm. this is what it is. That's what it needs I, to be is like, this is what it yeah. is and this is okay. And this is like, yeah. 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 But then I actually lucked out and my senior year took parenthood oh. as just an elective. And she talked about. I mean, this is like a 70-year-old woman who at the time was completely skeeved out when she was telling me about her experience with an IUD or Depo-Provera and stuff like that. But 
she was just very matter of factual. She was kind of like a little Dr. Ruth talking to us about stuff. And even if we were like, oh my God, why are you saying this? We would leave the class and be like, I'm really glad she said that. Yeah. And and I now as an adult have the perspective to look back at and go like, I was really fucking lucky that we had a high school health teacher who was talking about her personal experiences with uh, what was going on with different forms of birth control. We had to all do a book report about different forms of birth control. I am shocked. I am shocked. We that had to have the a parents bug. in this area allowed that. That's mm-hmm. like we had a mechanical baby that the class, the school owned. That she put a wristband, like a hospital wristband, on you, and that baby was set to cry whenever, and you had to like key in to show that you took care of this mechanical baby because it was to show you like. So you instead don't of use a, a condom, bag of sugar, you ha- mm-hmm. we didn't do the bags. We did the bags of sugar at first, and then we got the mechanical baby. I don't think I did. It was like during that. Yeah, we did. We had to do the bag of sugar all week long. And we turned in. The sugar for the mechanical baby, and we got the sugar back when oh, like we're done. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't have that. I'm pretty sure they mm-hmm. didn't teach us anything about sex. They did make us watch a birthing video to yeah, scare we didn't us. Watch a birthing video. But, to but again, us. I really think that's more of a shaming thing. They don't yeah. do it as like, okay, this is what happened. Oh like, no, it was like, like you're going to get like, let me traumatize you. you. Yes, look, yes. this no, child coming out of out this. Of Right. Yeah, it was definitely to scare kids. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a, a scare tactic. And but- I am here, the thing is, is I'm very, I am very much a believer that like, like I want, I don't because I, I fear that my children are going to learn like awful things from their peers. So I am mm-hmm. very much uh, like I, they will. I yeah, they will. absolutely. They already are. Are you kidding me? But they're like learn I am very much before like, they're going to learn about it from you. Yes, but I very much want to have those conversations with my children. But there are lots of parents that won't. So I want kids to get the proper education. Right. Like mm-hmm. it annoys me that Let your kids go out and spread the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let your children go out and spread the good word. Jesus. Oh God. Just like Jesus. You're Just right. Just like Jesus. Yes. yes. Jesus yes. approved. Uh, the stamp approved. Can we name it? The, can we name this, Jesus this approved. episode Jesus Approved? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of like respect the pussy. Okay. All right. Jesus, I'm running down Jesus Approved, though. <laughs> I do have one product I want to tell you ladies about. Please do. I don't know what your personal habits may be as far as if you're on birth control, if you practice insemination or things like that. But I came across something that I absolutely love, 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 love. love, love. Um, it's called the drip stick. So it's basically a stick that you put in your vagina to soak up semen. What? I personally am not a fan of the mess that's in my panties after sex, especially when he comes inside me. So it's basically a sponge. You put oh. it up there for about a minute. And twirl it around a little bit and then pull it out. It's like a cum-soaked lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> that goes in the trash, not in your mouth. But, um, lollipop. Yeah, they're called um, Awkward Essentials Drip Stick. After sex, awkward remover. I also Whoa. think that is something that is not taught in sex ed. Yeah. They're they're new and they're fantastic. I fucking You may have seen their ads online of them putting like this sponge into the Twinkie. 
<laughs> no, I do want to see that. I have not, though. but now I want so to. But now that we just in. talked about it, my phone will probably show me a ad for it. Correct. Right? They came out during COVID times and every see COVID. Yeah, time. that makes sense. Um, and everyone was sharing the video with me. I was like, oh my God, I love this. I have to try this product. So I wrote the company and they sent me some samples. And nice. I love that. I love. Uh, yeah, can I just we, really can we, I want to contact them. And be like, will you sponsor us? Will you sponsor us? <laughs> I'll talk about. I got a link. I've got a link. I'll send you. <laughs> I got a link. I'll send you. Uh, yeah, I was like, um, I just got my tubes removed in October. Mm-hmm. Got those fuckers taken out. But that doesn't. So you don't have to worry about pregnancy, which is great. Fuck. But the cleanup Still afterwards sometimes it's a mess it's and sometimes mess. i just i don't want to sit on the toilet for like five to ten minutes and wait for it to drip out of me because you can't just pee it out well you know i Unlike tried that one guy peeing thought. it out but it just didn't work and i don't know why <laughs> yeah because our vaginas are not waterfalls uh, are you <laughs> sure though they are that's what that one guy tried to convince me of but i had to try to convince him otherwise Jesus. he was such a dumb dumb he was hot but he was so stupid oh he was hot and dumb yep yeah. makes sense yeah, he went he went to college and was a history major so that he could just get a degree and then come back and work for his daddy's company. And I'm like, oh, it's nothing you're pretty. Like, Good thing you're pretty, stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, anyway, so, yeah, the drip stick would have been stick. nice that night. But, yeah, I can keep them around now. And they're pee- but pee- instead, stick. you just peed it out. <laughs> that's, um, that's interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm full of all sorts of useful information. Yeah, you are. Okay, so uh, for that reason, can you give all of your fun info? So your TikTok, your podcast, like all of it. Like give Give it to us. I will. I will. Okay, so primary way to get a hold of me is by email, which is Kristen K R I S T E N at OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com. That's doors plural. Uh, My business name is Open the Doors Coaching podcast is keep them coming c-o-m-i-n-g normally (laughs) uh keep them coming with open the doors coaching which you can find pretty much on any podcast platform that you use and i think right right now my favorite platform to be on is tiktok you can find me at coach Kristen. i do have a link tree on that as well as my other social media pages so you can just click on a link and find all sorts of ways to get a hold of me I'm also on Twitter and Instagram as at Open the Doors KC. And I am on Facebook, Open the Doors Coaching, as well as my personal, but tend to focus more on the business page right now. Correct. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm also on Clubhouse. I host a weekly room on Saturdays with a friend of mine called Mind Sex. And it's a mix between sexologists, so people in our industry, and people who just want to learn from sexologists. Wow. That's a lot of so, stuff. It, Damn. It is a lot of stuff. This doing is, things, doing stuff. It's, it's it's a task right now. I'm looking to hopefully get rid of Facebook soon. Um, I just don't feel like it serves me anymore. I don't feel like it aligns with my business. There's so we, much censorship from them. Yeah, we didn't even get a face. We just have our, our Twitter and our Instagram because mm-hmm. – uh, we I don't know Facebook I you know I like I I'm on it more now but Facebook tends to just piss me off yeah it really doesn't serve me as a person Mm-mm. like it really yeah. I I 
didn't uh, during the election and everything. I oh, yeah. I was off of it for like two you were or three not months because I I couldn't. I just couldn't. I had it to send was you screenshots of shit. I know <laughs> it was it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It so was I feel you on that. It's just it was very intense being on Facebook during like the election. That's for sure. And I my my thing is I am tired of being shadow banned and censored constantly for sharing things about pleasure mm-hmm. when right. people are out there talking about sex trafficking and Mm -hmm. sexual assault and all Mm -hmm. the things that are bad about that stuff, Mm -hmm. but they don't let us talk about anything that's good associated with human sexuality. And like sex trafficking and rape aren't about sex. They're about power and about control. Right. But they won't let me talk about pleasure. Yeah. Well, and I think so much of that stuff on Facebook is also false. Like it's not Mm -hmm. always like, factual and true mm-hmm. so that it's frustrating too it's yep. like yeah so i'm just kind of i'm kind of over and it's also a pay for play thing i'm just tired of i'm not going to pay for ads that then get censored right that's and ridiculous then, yeah so i'm just over zuckerberg especially considering what his what facebook started as and mm-hmm. now you won't let me say the word clitoris oh man go fuck yourself zuck yeah go fuck yourself buddy <laughs> Uh, well, this has been wonderful. I'm so, yeah. so it's been a great so, conversation. I'm so, so glad, glad you got that you did this for us. I know that we finally got our shit together and got yeah. you in here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, thank ladies. I really appreciate yeah. this. I love being on other people's shows. Um, I'm just gonna go listen to your show. I know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and I always take listener questions or suggestions. Okay. So feel free to reach out if you have anything. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Perfect. We'll do that. All right. Well, thank well, you very much. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thank on. you. We had so much fun. Thank you. I did too. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Talk Like a Lady is produced by Tyler Morton and hosted by Carly Morton and Jessica Fontana. And you can find us online on Instagram and Twitter at TLAL Podcast. Or you can send us an email, and that's T-L-A-L-P-Cast at gmail.